What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplify podcast with me, your host, Diana Gladney. And this podcast is dedicated to you, helping you simplify the video creation process so that you can reach wider and connect deeper with the people that need you the most. Whether that's understanding YouTube and the strategies on how to build a channel for your business or understanding some of the tech and how to get past your fear of being on camera, learn a little bit about the camera so you can actually use it and actually leveraging video for your business. So if you're ready get started let's dive right into this week's episode what is up entrepreneurs welcome back to the video simplified podcast with your hostess the mostess diana gladney this week we're talking about my favorite small video accessories that i use probably every single week some of these daily most of these daily i think everything gets used about daily on this list but these are really small video accessories that i that have tremendously helped me with creating my video content faster, more efficiently, because they are simple, they work, and they solve a ton of my problems that I was having. Now go more into detail, detail and depth for each of these right after this week's gear fix. This week's gear fix, we are staying on topic with things that just help me with my content creation. And that is the smallest thing that you probably don't think about, but you should. Braided USB cables. Now there is a specific brand and I'll link to it in the show notes and in the blog post for the podcast. But I've seen that this is pretty much a private label company where it's something that's mass produced and then people can slap. I could put video simplified and, you know, sell these cables on my website. So it's kind of one of those things. However, the point is it's a braided and colored so you can get whatever it is that you like. So I like some of the blue and some of the teal ones. They have like a really bright, vibrant red, um, a lot of different cool colors. So I like the f fact that I can get different cables. So if you have any kind of cabling systems of cable colors, you can stick with that vibe. For me, I just go with what I personally enjoy and I'm starting to kind of find like, oh, I could, you know, keep all these kind of cables, this kind of color. But I just like that they're braided USB cables. They're very, very, very well built and they're reinforced with rubber ends. And you may not think that you need to replace USB cables that often, but the more that you start to use your equipment, the more that it's literally just sitting, hanging, dangling off the computer or your Rodecaster Pro or whatever, they start to get breaks and tears and wears. I've gone through this and it, the cable always breaks at the point to where it is just so inconvenient and so frustrating, but the braided ones help to add with the durability and the reinforced rubber uh, tips at the ends help tremendously. And I've been using this now for goodness, it, it might have might be like a year, close to a year. And I've had zero issues with it. And I loved the first one so much. I went ahead and bought for every kind of cable that I use, USB type C, USB type B micro, just a regular cable. I went ahead and got all of them, even for my phone. So for my iPhone, I have the same kind of cable. So literally every kind of cable I need in my house and in my content creation space, I bought these cables in this way. And so just USB braided cables, so, so good. And they come in three, six and 10 foot in the box. 
really neat stuff. Get you one of these links will be in the show notes. So this week we're talking about my favorite small video accessories that help simplify video creation. And I love this a lot because this is the stuff that makes or breaks the content creation game. And it's not really the big stuff, not the cameras, the microphones. Those are fantastic. They definitely help. I love them, but it's little stuff that make everything else move. And the first one on that list is the Sandisk Extreme Pro memory card reader. Most people don't read stuff like they don't pay attention to the instructions. And this is one of those reasons why zero people taught me about this. I figured this kind of stuff out on my own. When you look at your memory card, most people don't know that that number that's on the front is the read speed, R-E-A-D. So when you put that memory card into your computer or into a memory card reader, that is what that speed is going to be, how well and how fast it reads that information from the card to the computer. What is important to us also, and more important really, is the write speed, W-R-I-T-E. How good and how well is this card writing to the camera, from the data from the camera, writing to the card? If it doesn't do a good job, if it's slow, if it's a cheap card or some whatever brand, it could break those files up every four gigabytes. It could separate and make the audio and video out of sync. A lot of issues that the card can become corrupt. Ton of problems. But the SanDisk Extreme Pro memory card reader is fantastic because when I'm using my SanDisk Extreme cards, it allows me to get the maximum speed that this card can read. The fine print on the SanDisk Extreme cards say it is not until you utilize their card readers that they have that you will get the most and the best speeds possible from their cards. And it won't do too bad for third party cards and other brands as well. But I use all SanDisk Extreme cards, SanDisk Extreme Pro and SanDisk Extreme memory cards. So it only made sense to get the card reader. Now, depending on where you got your gear from and how you bought it initially, you probably had one of those card readers that got thrown in the mix and you figure you'd use it. I still have one as well. And I thought that that was great because I didn't know any better until I started getting higher quality 1080p video files and I started getting into 4K video files. Then the first time I uploaded a video and wanted it to be 4K, didn't know any better and that it was just a whole disaster. Not to mention like the file cards and stuff becoming corrupt and just a ton of stuff. But Sandus Extreme Pro Memory Card Reader is fantastic because it lets me not only transfer those speeds faster, but I can edit and keep the card in the computer and stuff and just edit from the card and stuff like that. So yeah, I could put it on the SSD or whatever, but it's pulling that data fast enough I can work with it. So I love that tremendously and it lets me get the max amount that my cards have available. And this helps when you're transferring stuff so you're not sitting around waiting all gosh darn day, playing around with whatever the speeds are in your computer's memory card reader or whatever the docking station that you purchase, whatever they advertise, which may not be bad, but I'm just saying it could be better. The next thing is going to be, my second thing is going to be the San, Samsung T5 SSD, the one terabyte. A lot of different brands out there and some other ones that I also want to try as well. 
but the Samsung terabyte, the SSD is fantastic because it's just one of those things. Again, it's fast, it's small, it's lightweight. But the thing that I find that's tremendous with it is that you also can connect this to your phone. So if you are an Android user, your phone more or less probably takes USB-C. You can connect this to your phone and it will work. So you can save and offload your videos from there. So when I still was with Android, this is tremendous, tremendous, tremendous thing. Even with the uh, Google Pixel phones, tremendous. You just plug it up, transfer all your data, clear all that space off on your phone. You're good to go. It's fantastic. I, I mean... I could go in more about that, but you can't get go wrong with SSD drives. I keep two of these connected to my computer at all times just because they just freaking work and they're fantastic to offload a ton of stuff off of the computer and just have them as a ready to go right now source for a lot of the things that I do. The third thing is one of my daily thing. I use this every single day. These are the Zeiss lens wipes. Z-E-I-S-S. The Zeiss lens wipes are unlike anything else. And you can see like different spray bottle stuff and stuff with the wipes and all this other stuff, microfiber cloths. Those are great. They ain't as good as the Zeiss lens cloths because they're good. They're prepackaged like moist towelettes. They help to any oils that you have from your hand or whatever. They dry really quickly without any streaks or just weirdo stuff. Microfiber cloths, wind up being a problem because once they consume oil and just, I'm just saying from you normally, the normal oils that you have on your hand, once it consumes oil, it's hard to get that stuff out of there. It really, really is. And it really starts to be a problem. Um, when you are not using something to clean off your lenses for your cameras, don't put this on your sensor. Don't do that. Just don't but you can clean your lenses with it. It does a tremendous drop. You can also clean your glasses. If you wear glasses, you're probably gonna use these Zeiss lens wipes for your glasses more than for your lenses. But this is one of those things that you need to have in your bag 24 seven. I've never not found this to just be a good piece of kit to always have. And they're so small and cheap. You can find a ton of them on Amazon. I freaking love them. The next thing is gonna be the Ulanzi quick claw release plates revolutionized the way that I think about quick release plates for a while. Everybody was preaching, you know, the gospel over the Manfrotto quick release plates, but I didn't like those. I went with the one that was just like a camcorder quick release plate just because it was square. And the difference with something that was more of a rectangle shape with a certain kind of indentation meant that I had to properly fit it in that certain kind of way for it to click in and lock. A quick release plate is good because you can quickly release the plate from the tripod and put it from one device to the other. So it makes moving stuff around so much easier. And you think, well, it only takes me a two seconds to spin this and spin that around and twist and tighten it. When you start growing as a content creator, there are some things in, that are more important, like efficiency and your time. And when stuff starts to add up, you just you don't have time for that. You, you just you sincerely do not have time for it. So. No problem for real with the camcorder one. I still have them, but 
I saw that there was something better. The Ulanzi ones. Now, the D-ring or the ring that you would use to tighten the bottom of the plate, depending on all kinds of different types of devices, is always like hit or miss. Or you always need to have some kind of coin or something to tighten it with. Well, with the Ulanzi quick release plates, the D-ring wouldn't just dangle like they would on the cheap $8 ones that I would get from Amazon. But they also had the slit in there. I could tighten it with a coin if I wanted to. But it lays flush. It's still square, but it had a much better intuitive lock system. And it just, no matter from my larger cameras to my smaller ones like the ZV-1, or even if you want to put it on your phone, they have so many variations of this. But the Ulanzi Quick Claw Release Plates, fantastic. I cannot more highly recommend these things. And I got one or two and I'm thinking like, okay, cool. You know, just keep them for the big cameras. I can look around now and I have about five of these things plus the ball heads. And it's just become just a tremendous help because I can move things from my desk that are mounted and move it over to the tripod and then mount it to something else and just go back and forth and back and forth. It is freaking fantastic. I love it. It is, it is awesome. Last thing is going to be my last bit of kit that I recently purchased, which was the Elgato Wave mic arm, the LP, which is the low profile. When you look at podcast arms, you'll see like the eight to $12 ones on Amazon. Those things make so much noise with the springs I've had where last year one broke. Now, granted, a mic arm is a mic arm, but until you, again, start making content, on a regular and consistent basis. Now you got, as my dad would say, you're cooking with grease. When you start making content and you really start to understand that some stuff is getting in the way, or if I wanted to move the mic arm, like I've moved the mic arm several times, you heard zero things because this LP, this low profile One, it sits on the desk the way that it mounts. The cord is out of the way. It used to be my Bluetooth mouse. If it got close to the XLR cable, because those aren't, they shouldn't touch or be close to each other with the uh, tabletop uh, adjustment that I had, then you would, you would have that issue of hearing the buzz sound. And then with the mic arm and even like the Rode PSA one, the Rode PSA one, again, great, great thing, but It just is not great when it's always in the shot and it doesn't, it just is something about the orientation of those arched type arms. They don't work best. They handle the issue for a while, but they just don't work best. But then you would look at something like if you looked at a show like the breakfast club, you looked at Kev on stage or somebody else, anybody's podcast, whatever TV show, radio show, whatever they have the low profile type of podcast arms where they're closer to the table, but raised enough so that they're like coming from the bottom up instead of from over the top so that you can still maneuver, get to your keyboard mouse. The person could, you know, slap their arm, move the the thing and you wouldn't hear any noise. It's one of the first things that honestly attracted me to the Shure SM7B because there is a radio host called Charlemagne the God and he would move his mic around constantly. I'm like, you never hear handling noise. And he's not being gentle or none of that. You got all kind of guests coming in, proximity effect. It's just a ton of stuff. And I'm like, um, interesting. 
it's only so much audio engineers can do, but if somebody hit a mic or something, the mic got hit in the midst of them talking and stuff. So it's just really odd. And so I noticed that the shielding was really good and all of that, but then the mic arm, you move it and you'd hear that, that wire or that, that spring make noise or you're always kind of like fighting to see it. And so it just, the cost started to get ridiculous for how much it would cost for a good podcast mic arm. Thankfully that's been resolved courtesy of the Elgato wave mic arm, the LP. They do have a couple different versions, but, and it stretches out really well. You have to go and check it out. Absolutely have to go and check it out. Of course, links to this in the description, but they did some, this is like the result of proper market research, proper market research. And it's really awesome. Hopefully you got some insights into some things or gears and stuff that will be helpful for you and that you can take a look at. I highly encourage you to check all of these out because this is something that's universal. It doesn't matter brand specific or what you're doing, creating with your phone. I don't care. All of these are super helpful with what you're doing. And even the thing I love about this Elgato Wave LP arm, I can see myself, even other creators, I said this day one, using this to mount pod, not podcast mics, but cameras. Something to think about. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else that may be able to take advantage of that, want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, live a passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplify Podcast. Take care. Simplify.